I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where this week we're talking about houses and maybe a little bit of pets. Little bit of pets. I- Pets in houses. Broad umbrella. Pets at home. Yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about. We will about not be talking about pets no, at home. No, no, no. I can't, no, I can't get into all that again. I just buy it online now. Last time I was there, I saw Denise Van Outen on the cover of Pets at Home magazine and I thought, well, karma, Denise, karma. <laughs> <laughs> but we must, we must talk about you because I feel like we've had glimpses of operation renovation. There was a mm. lot of podcasts that Jules had to record in his car. Oh, Do you remember a lot, a lot of, of them. podcasts from the, the car. studio, the car studio. When I didn't really know neighbours either. So neighbours were walking past like saying hi and they couldn't see the mic. They didn't know, they yeah. don't even know what a podcast is. They half thought of them. you were just sitting in your car talking to yourself. Yeah. That's what they just assumed. Mm. But I have Portslough crew. I have seen the fi- the finale i've seen the finished project of operation renovation and let me tell you it is scenes it is just one i mean it's a grown up house because i don't live in a grown up house I'd I think you of, do. No, everything's a bit sort of makeshift. Everything's just sort of we're making do. Like we'll get there one day. The other day, though, you, I did. Frame. I would call that a bridging house. Yeah, yeah. But but it, it, I like. I cannot tell you how much I love that house. We yeah. are living in that house forever and ever, Amen. I will die in that house. I will be okay, taken wow. out of the hall in that house. I love our house. But you know when you like frame something and you put it on the wall and you're like, oh, it's a room. It's not just, it's not just a space anymore. It's a home. Oh, we live here. Look, it's put some personality up. We're in that phase. Jules, Jules is full homes and gardens spread. Like that's what's going on here. It is a proper grown-ups house. Thanks, Sarah, because for me, it's just one big stress level. (laughs) It's just one big thing. It's amazing. Undergoing a renovation was definitely a lot harder than I thought it was. Just as well. (laughs) Yeah, it it was difficult. Um, And we finished Operation Renovation beautifully ran in tandem with our wedding so that just like and covid yeah and (laughs) covid so it was a lot to navigate but they all kind of finished at the same time and then I have said I cannot handle any more projects I can't have a decorator in we yeah sure we had someone come in to paint a wall but that compared to what we've had yeah we had a portaloo at the end of the garden for six months like I have been through the trenches it is full walls coming down 
like bracket steel bars going in. I mean, it's a full renovation. Like this, you weren't messing about. This isn't just wallpapering. This was full knocking down I, I do down think I walls. underestimated this it. This was hard hat work. Yeah, this was hard hat work. Exactly. I mean, we didn't have floors. We, yeah. we found the soil underneath our house. We got to foundations. It got to that level. But where no we're... one should ever have to see that. <laughs> but where we've got to now is we've got a hallway left to do and we've got a bathroom left to do. It was suggested multiple times that the hallway was done before the bathroom. I said, what, taking a bath out through a newly decorated hallway? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Don't think so. You'd Scuffs, like that, wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have... A bathroom left to do. And our bathroom, Port Salut Crew, it's got to the point where because we had to move some sort of, oh, beam. This is why I'll never present a home show. We had to move <laughs> some sort of steel girdery beam thing around. The builders were never supposed to go upstairs during the time that we were renovating the downstairs. Like the dog. <laughs> and then, like Willow, yes. Builders and dog downstairs. Anyway, the builders had to come upstairs while we were in Australia and they had to tear things off put steel in, put things back into place. They said it looked the same. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Why is everything different? <laughs> so the bathroom floor, I don't know if you noticed this from when we bathed Nancy there. The bathroom floor is undulating. Is a word that I would lean into. It's one piece of lino that the floor is really up and down. It looks and you, different every time yeah, you go in. Yeah. There's shadows, there's highs, there's lows, there's all sorts. Yes. And it's the it's the best bathroom to shave in because the light is the best and the sink's the best. It's, it's hard to explain why. Yeah. So we are at the point where, right, we've got to do this now. And on our previous bathroom, when we did that, it was during the pandemic. So we couldn't go to a bathroom shop. We had to do it all online i hadn't even seen the sink that we had custom made in italy i hadn't even seen it i went yes that'll you do hadn't felt it you hadn't run your finger across the finish i had done nothing of that we just had endless calls with this bathroom company so this time we were like right we better actually go and look at a bathroom company and something that we learned when we did the kitchen was keep it local don't go national. Keep yep. it local. Yep. Go with a local supplier because they'll really look after you. They know the ins and outs of the pipeworks yep. and all that kind of thing. My brother had to have his bathroom did, done and went to one of the big companies, got them to do all the plans for free and then took it to his local plumber. Which many do, yeah. I believe. Many yeah. do. Um, so this bathroom shop that we've found. Now, I live in Kent. And I will say from experience of living there for two and a half years, it's a real sliding scale of interior choices in Kent. <laughs> and I say that, I'd say that strongly, firmly, yep. that diamante tiles are still very much the de rigueur <laughs> yes. of Kent. Yes, live, laugh, love. Yep, 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 all of that. Yep. Um, <laughs> you don't have to be mad to live here, but it helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at my tiles of piano. It's that kind of affair. <laughs> So we decided one day that we would take an outing to a local bathroom shop. Now, Kent is big. It took us an hour to get there. Yeah. Still in Kent. It's, I mean, it's England's garden. Yeah. Let's not forget. It is the biggest county. Because <laughs> even though we said do it local, we weren't going to do it that local. No, no. <laughs> and no one wants a corner bath. So then we get to in the bathroom. Yeah, we get to the bathroom shop and... Dutch, bless him, bless him, is literally walking around. He's like, but Julesy, what about this tap? And I'm like, 
Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> this tap? No. I would be seen dead. I wouldn't even touch it. And I, I, I remember going over to this tap, <laughs> flicking it up and down. I was like, you must be joking me. <laughs> no. So I'd walk on to the next bathroom and there's all these sh- sliding shower doors. I'm like, no, no. No. And then, which we hadn't done um, when we obviously did our other bathroom was, I hadn't sat in a bath. Now I gave myself Sarah. Oh, what fun. No, I gave myself the ick. I really, really saw myself, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Getting in and out of a bath, fully clothed? Yeah. A, and you will know this because you don't like clo- outdoor clothes on the bed. No. I was not a fan of clothes in the bath. Right. I didn't want to have clothes on. I didn't want to have <laughs> shoes on. I was also like, "Where's the bath mat? Where's the bubbles? Where's yeah. the scene?" So in my brain, I was very much, I had been fixated on a bath that I had seen on one excursion in South Africa where I'd really found myself in this like, in this this house where we were staying and it had eucalyptus hanging from the shower. There was a milkmaid stool by the bath, Aesop minis everywhere. I was like, this is the vibe I'm after. And actually when it comes to doing a bathroom, Words that you will hear is fall because the water has to travel through the pipes out. It can't, you can't just have things where you want them. It's all about the fall and the water moving out. Sure. So it slowly, slowly dawned on me that the bathroom of my dreams was to be, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to be there. You had to kiss goodbye to that dream. Because the iron bath that I had seen in South Africa that I had tracked down through Pinterest and Google images and I had been foraging for months for, that they make in Yorkshire. You can get it made in Yorkshire. Good heavens. Was too big for our bathroom. Oh, no. The walk-in steam shower that I had envisaged, that I had wanted, that I had tracked down, that I had found the suppliers for was not going to fit in our bathroom because of the sloping ceiling and the loft above. So we've really had to... Wow, scale back. Negotiate is a word I would lean into and say... Yeah, compromise, Sarah, compromise. And also compromise with a bathroom shop that sells diamante tiles. Oh, wow, yes. But amongst, amongst the diamante tiles the white taps, the odd fragrance bottles of dupe that were positioned to set the scene within this shop, the circular bath that I'm like, who is bathing in a circular bath? It doesn't make any sense. Amongst that, I found the bathroom. I've really had to... Go- oh, well done. They said, we'll really guide you on this journey. I thought, I'm going to no. really guide you, pal. Au contraire. I shall be, I shall be taking the wheel on this one. Thank you. Dutch also had it had it in his mind that tiles that we had removed from one part of the hall, original tiles, I will say, that we've saved in the cellar, Dutch had it that they were somehow appearing in this bathroom, they're brown. Brown tiles in a bathroom. Why I... were they kept? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> okay, sure. They're <laughs> yes. in the cellar, that's fine. That's Dutch's klepto technique. Sure. <laughs> klepto tendencies. Um, but no, they are not being kept. We've found a tile supplier. We've found a bathroom. Great. I narrowed it I'm down. I'm so pleased. I said to the bathroom guy, I was like, I'm just going to float the idea of bespoke cabinets. He said, bespoke? We do bespoke. I said, I knew you <laughs> would. And he, he, he put all these paint charts in front. He was like, so if you want to take your time looking at the paint colours, and I just pointed at a sagey greeny, like, so love it. Good. I was like... I'll have that. That will do. <laughs> Next, let's make these decisions. Dutch is, and the guy looked at Dutch like, 
do you get a say? Dodge's like, oh no, I don't I don't get any option. Jules really makes the decisions. I was like, it's for oh, the Dutch best. Oh, Dutch would still be in there now. Oh. He'd still be in there now. Dutch looking, doesn't even to... bath. No. He doesn't understand this the point of bath. This is his area. No, no, no. Now, something we have had to do, and actually I, I will need your help with Sarah because... Plumbing, you, is it? Yeah. I'll be right round. <laughs> you have a freestanding bath. I do. And you have the bath tray of dreams. You've really got bathing down, I feel. You've got that yeah. thing that I mean, I can't take, bought you. I can't take... Oh, yes, the bath tray. Yeah, well, actually... June bought me one, but my brother got in there first and and gave it to oh, me. Oh, I remember birthday. there was a double up. But it's a te- it was terrible. It was completely unsealed wood, and it just went rotten. So that's gone to the tip. Um. So now, and I would thoroughly recommend this. I've got a wire one, gold wire. You know, gold, gold wire. wire. And why would you recommend this? Because it doesn't go mouldy. You're not going to get plastic. You're not going to get. That's 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 my worry with a wooden one is that the the water gets in and they just go a bit okay a bit funny. Because I have I have seen a couple of milkmaid stools. Now I'm in the market for. Oh, one. that's so, fine. So I, I thought I we could need get a that. bathroom chair. We really really need it. She had a lovely because I can't take any credit for our house whatsoever because it was all done when we moved in and she was fantastic. She had a really great eye. So she put in the freestanding bath and they had a lovely, and I might need your help with this, Mm. a little tub chair thing, but not velvet because you don't want want a fabric. Fabric. Okay. And she had a little grey An occasional chair. Yeah. A tub chair. Like a little tub chair. It was like antique-y and it was Great. We'll find it on Zoopla. I'll find the detail. You will, well, yeah. you'll show me and I'll... Don't you Great. worry about I knew, this. I knew I could hand it over. Old bath chair truffle pig yeah. over here. You <laughs> lay, I'll get the scent and I'll get you it, darling. <laughs> whether it's coming back with me from New York, whether I'm finding it in the Netherlands, I will find you your tub chair. <laughs> Thanks, darling. Thanks so much. But you love the house, don't you? Oh my God, I love the house. Well, and we're really lucky because we've had completely the opposite experience to you in that we moved in. And like I say, she was just brilliant who lived there before. The only thing was she had a lot of pictures up. So there's a lot of nails still in the walls, which does feel like a bit of the ghost of the past. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's still... Do you have a name for her? (laughs) No. Because the person that we bought our house from was a doctor. So we're like... The doctor, there's yes. still signs of the doctor. Yeah. We must eradicate the signs. <laughs> the doctor had been there a long, long, oh, long Oh, yeah, the doctor had been there. there a while. Yeah, and the doctor had, didn't have the vision, no. darling. No, but whereas she did, if anything, she's done it for us because I wouldn't have done things. So you're really following the ghosts. Oh, yes, yes. We're fully, like, on board with it all. But obviously, you you and the Portsaloo crew lived through the flat. Yeah, you know the Rivita carpet, the damp, the damp proofing, the new roof. I mean that flat. That flat was such a good example of a property being all fur coat, no knickers. Oh yeah, well I, I actually great. told someone the other day about when someone thought you had children. Yeah, when they came over, but you were like, "It's just my interior taste." Yes, this is no, this is my house. I live here. We didn't have kids. He was like, "Well, obviously you've got kids around." I was like, "No." <laughs> These are my items, actually. Um, we are getting the be- we're getting the bedroom painted. It's we happening. are doing that. We are getting. We're going from a very, 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 very dark blue, because I was like, I'm going to spend most of this year in that bedroom, so I yeah. want it anyway. Um, what's her name? 
Leslie's coming to do it. Leslie is coming to paint the bedroom. And I'm very, very excited about the whole thing. What colour have you gone for? A sort of, I want to go for sort of like an eggshell colour. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I mean, I need to go and actually... Like sort a cream, like what? What egg are we talking? A Burford Brown, duck? Uh, yeah. Oh no. Oh Goose? no. Um. Uh, you know, just your, just your standard egg. Because an eggshell is the finish. Yeah, I know, but this is the colour. I'm sorry. Yes, that is confusing because I know you can get an eggshell finish, which talking is not what we want. Yes, yeah. I know. God. Well, Nancy and I are going to go to B and Q. We're going to go and have a wander around in there and see what we find. A piece of advice I will give you is: do not get the Dulux copy. Oh, okay. Uh, we have done it in a couple of rooms. It's too watery. Right. Go with the brand, pay more. It's worth it. Okay, great. Perfect. God, what advice. But June, the thing is about that flat, being fur coat, no knickers, June said the house that we grew up in was exactly the same. The house that we grew up in had been in homes and gardens. It had a spread in homes and gardens. When you were living there or the people no, before? No, before. So mum was like, oh, how fantastic. It was only when they moved in. The pointing was shot. It needed everything doing to it. It was an actual... And, and the woman um, who they bought it from came round, which I thought was a bit odd, about a year later. I can't remember why. I think she wanted some pictures or something. But she came round and mum in the cellar under all like this sort of, I mean, it looked like an old bonfire that somebody had created and not lit. Mum pulled it all out and had had it completely restored. And it was this fabulous dresser. It was enormous, like this great big dresser that they like put back together. And the woman came around and she was like, God, what a fabulous dresser. God, it looks it's brilliant. Where did you have it from? And mum said, we found it in the cellar when you moved out. Like she'd let this woman had abandoned it. She was livid. Oh, mum no. Said, mum said this woman's face just absolutely fell because she was like, <gasps> she thought she was... She'd forgot all about that. She'd forgotten all about Well, she thought, ha, 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 they can deal with that. And they did. So that was that. And is it? have they still got the dresser now? No, that all went in the grave. So what happened with that house was June did it very 90s. Very, very nice. We're talking heavy curtains, tassels, fruit. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Glazed breads. Laura, Laura Ashley herself, the spirit of. Yeah. Like pine, a lot of pine, and little curtains, and tables, which is so weird. Tables with tablecloths on, with and a piece of on glass top. on top. What was that? With ornaments. Yeah, okay. With ornaments placed Sculptures. upon them. Yeah, little little things, little funny trinkets. things. Trinkets. Trinkets. A word I absolutely hate. Yes, well, you would hate a trinket in itself. I know, somebody once came to our house and said, oh, haven't you got a lot of trinkets? <gasps> they haven't been back. Get out. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Could you put your drink down, please, and leave? Um, yeah, all of that. And then... June did a total noughties glow up. She went silvers. She went greys. She did the lot. She did the whole thing and it all had to go. She sold the lot on eBay from a mahogany wardrobe through to a pine dresser. It all had to go. And it did. She was knocking out cancer. She did like you. It was a renovation. It was, I mean, the floors came up like the lot. She really I think we all will go through it at one stage in our life. We will will all do some form of house renovation that you're like, oh my God. Well, we need a new roof. That's what we need. And the guy who came to look at it 
put stuck his head out of the skylight and said, I've replaced roofs in better condition than this. You let me we know if like, you want our oh. roofer to come. Oh, He's yeah, great. I thought you were going to say, let us know if you want our roof. I was <laughs> like, it might come to that, darling. It might come to that. Do you want our roof? Yes. Well, our roofer, it's really shocked us because he's very, I think I've told you about him before. He's very attractive, Alex. Right. Very attractive. Lorna's got a very attractive gardener. But Alex is, um, so have we. Alex (laughs) is a cage fighter. Wow. And in Kent, girl surprise, cage fighting's big. And so he's actually, when you know, if you're taking cash out, he's looking at you because he's on the posters for all the cage fighters. Wow. And there's Alex, our roofer. Yeah, we've got Danny the roofer, who he was lovely, actually. He came up and he went, is it leaking? We said, no. He said, it will, but don't worry about it till then. <laughs> Reassuring. We were like, mm, great, any day now, <laughs> any minute now, we're going to go in and Nancy's being dripped on. Oh, yes, we need to, um, well, I'll, it might, I might have to get up there and do it myself. <laughs> actually, it might come to that. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Yes. Who's Voice there? Notes. Who's on the line? Jules and Sarah, I am so excited and thrilled to hear that there's going to be a new season of your podcast. I think this is one of the best pieces of news that I've heard so far in 2023. Um, and let's not forget that this is the year that has brought us the announcement of Beyonce's Renaissance tour. So, um, and yes, I did get tickets. Don't hate me. I think both announcements are on a par really so yes <laughs> I'd say which one's more exciting but i cannot wait i absolutely cannot wait Aww. to hear what the hell ken has been up to and june ruby peggy sheila i've said those in a weird <laughs> order but i just cannot wait can't wait to hear more about the wedding about the new baby um about the dogs about sarah's hot cross <laughs> bun addiction house oh. renovations i really cannot wait Aww. Absolutely thrilled. Also, I've heard on the grapevine that there is a new Ken story involving beetroot. Yes. Is there anything better? Can't wait. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, nice. I must, we must have messaged on Instagram when I was get, <laughs> when I was like, get your voice notes in. I'll give you a little tease of the beetroot. <laughs> of course, the beetroot episode was last week. Yes, yes. So you will have heard it by now. But this was this was pre all of that. It's in a very funny order, yeah. that, you know, that we've done things in. But let's just go with it. You know, <laughs> we we transcend time and space on Jules and Sarah the podcast. <laughs> oh, is it? Do you, are you going to see Beyonce? No, I've been. Before. Oh yeah, you've seen her. I've been before, and I was like, like front row. Wow. So I think, you know, I've been there. Give someone else a turn. People I would like to re-see actually is Adele because I've seen her twice now, and twice I don't remember it because I've had too many wines. So and cried throughout the whole thing. And then when Adele was being supported by Gabrielle, of course I got Gabrielled. That's what really happened. That's what we... Right. I got too Gabrielle. I got too excited <laughs> at Gabrielle. I was like... You peaked too soon. I was screaming. Yeah. I love you Dreams at Gabrielle. Dreams can come true. Have you seen the video of me dancing to Dreams? I think so. Where I'm like literally head banging and everyone else around me is just sat on a rug. <laughs> like... Oh. We went to see Beyonce and I bought merch and I don't know where it's gone. You've reminded me. It was a brilliant... It was a black jumper with a b it was like a backwards b where's that jumper gone you're gonna have to unearth that merch. i really really am i think i lent that to somebody you know oh gosh um will we have another 
Hi, Jules and Sarah. Just to say, I couldn't be more thrilled that this podcast is back. And I just wanted to shout out um, you guys for bringing so much joy. And also to my amazing friend, Miranda, um, aka Stricto, who I share a deep love for this podcast with. She's going through a very crappy time at the moment. Um, I won't go into details on that because it's personal, but when I saw your announcement to say that your podcast was coming back, I just thought it was a message from the stars from the universe to bring some joy into her life when she couldn't need it more. So that's what I wanted to say. And just to say, we're so excited to have you back. Love ya. Oh, that's so huge love to Miranda. Huge love. Huge love. Also, the voice notes are just so lovely. It feels like letters are amazing but voice notes we i feel really connected it's such yeah. a lovely feeling oh you're here with us you're in the room you're in the room with us that's not creepy no, that's not weird at all is it thank you though honestly we love hearing from you we can't say it enough it's just absolutely gorgeous so thank you thank you so much for being here and the port salute crew is our crew absolutely it's the crew. and it's, it lives on it does live on and it really like it does in the weirdest ways because even in the times that we've not been podcasting like there's been moments where i've been in i don't new york or something and i've i've had that yeah this has happened i've had a coffee and some of the person that served me has been like by the way i'm port salute crew and i'm like oh my god and the people that i'm with don't know anything about the podcast and like what did that person i was like don't worry about it I it is like, it's a secret like, handshake yeah it, it is a secret I do, a little wink and a yeah. finger point like see ya see ya <laughs> i know yeah. i understand it's the best isn't it when you like, I remember somebody the other day that I was going to work with. I was like, oh, hi, you know, I'm Sarah. She's like, I listen to the podcast. I was like, fine, no introduction needed. I don't need to fill you in on what on earth it is I do or I talk about or what this is. You know, you, you've had the best briefing that you possibly could. It's when they say, We're, I'm Portsaloo crew from the cab office yes i'm familiar with cab office maxi mover that kind of territory like (laughs) sure maxi mover say no more (laughs) but thank you thank you so much for your voice notes please keep them coming in we will give out the number it's easier to do it on instagram i think instead of some sort of live and kicking you know 08080 we don't just we'll do it on instagram okay we'll do it on there Sheila is hugely involved in renovation. She's renovated for years, hasn't she? Oh, like they will buy a house, do it up, move on, buy a house, do it up. Like, yeah, they've built houses from nothing. They've built houses amazing. in fields, built them. They so growing up, that was you, wasn't it? You yeah. always lived on a building site. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also, like that was Mum's job yeah. like it became her job and so she is incredible at bathrooms she's really good at kitchen renovation she can walk into a space and actually in hindsight the first thing she said when she came to our house was haven't you got so much work to do and at the <laughs> time I was like oh that's aw- what an awful thing to say but actually she meant it because she was seeing the house from a really experienced eye of yeah. going 
that will need doing, that will need doing, that needs doing. That, there's a lot to do. And the thing about houses, and we say this a lot, John and I, everything grows arms and legs. Oh. You're like, I'm going to do that, but actually I've got all these other eight jobs yeah. to do around that yeah. before that, that job can be completed. Oh, and this is this is where we're at at the moment with yeah. beds. We're in a real... We're in, sure. We've got an airbed at Port Salucre. I'm not going to lie, it's not glamorous round at the Von Hepps. It is airbeds up in one room. That needs to be deflated because our bed needs to be moved over and we need to get a bed. We can't get a bed because we haven't got the light. We can't, you know, it's all yeah. just yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, now Sheila and Ken, since they have moved, um, because they moved from their dream home, the hi- the home that they'd always been aiming for, and the home that they stayed in for the longest. I actually didn't live there for that long, but they lived there for a very long time. Yeah, they have moved into a home that. We're, we're calling it a Bridger house, which is in our family. It's the house that you don't see yourself being in a long time, but it's a house just for now to get yeah. you through. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. They're in a Bridger. Now, the Bridger needs a kitchen renovation. Post haste. Post haste. <laughs> and with the kitchen renovation with arms and legs, walls are being moved, things are being changed. Sure. Um, they are about to embark on this whole new wave. But in a new twist of fate... I actually understand everything that they're talking about and going yes. through. So I've very much been a... It's been a, a pillar to post chat yep. for Sheila and I. It's, it's been, been therapy. It's been an exchange of trauma yep. and lessons learned and things to keep going with the future. I said, are you going to move out when you're doing the kitchen? Because we didn't have a kitchen at all. No. It's very difficult. M&S... Pick and you know three yep. for two will be your new friend. Yeah. Oh, you've had them all. I've had them all. We did buy an electric hob, this horrible hob, which we used a couple of times. But then you don't have a sink, so you have to wash up in the bath. There is something That's really horrible bleak. washing up the the plate that you've had beans on in the same sink that you're washing your face in. That's upsetting. It is upsetting. That is. We weren't we weren't ever there, but no. we were close. Yeah, sure. So. Sheila obviously needs to start packing up the kitchen because work is about to commence. Now, the great pack-up comes with great planning. And with great planning comes things like tape, bubble wrap, boxes, all that kind of thing. Lists, post-its, markers. So she was saying, you know, oh God, I'm going to have to go out and get all this stuff. I said, mum, Amazon, like just get on Amazon. You can get stuff. But then I remember that this is the woman who, who I quote, said internet shopping will never take off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, you know, are you going to get a kettle? Are you going to be making the builder's cups? I will not be making the builder's cups of tea and coffee. What about her own cups of tea? She said, there's an outside plug and they can bring their own kettle. And if they're inside, they get one drink a day for those indoors. That's it. That's her strict requirement. That's the budget. And yeah. I feel like if we said this to June, June would nod. June yeah. would understand. June has um has a, a loo outdoors, like in the cat shed. So she would facilitate that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. She'd have she'd have builders uh, mugs for builders. So I said, you know, just just you've got to get ready for dust. And I said, dust is something that you don't deal well with, mum. You yeah. literally wake up dusting. Yeah. <laughs> there is like those services. It's kind of like mum's constant movement, just dusting around like this. I said, the Dyson's not going to know what's hit it. You're going to need to like... Oh, Henry. Dad said, we're getting tape and we're taping up. So yeah. they're getting plastic sheets and they are taping up everything. Now, mum and dad, near mum and dad in their old town is a company called The Handy Centre. Now, The Handy Centre is where you could get anything yeah. anything that and this is what i use amazon for i've got to admit but like 
a wash basket, handy center. Kettle, handy center. Spark, you know, fuse plug for the kettle, handy yeah. center. Everyone needs a handy Ken center. Says, your mum is known as mothball woman in that handy center. <laughs> She's always going in for mothballs and coming back out. She said, well, <laughs> he said, tell her, tell Julian, tell Julian about bubble wrap. Tell her. So I was like, oh my God, mum, what's happened with this bubble wrap? What? She said, so I've obviously got a lot of breakages for this kitchen. So I went down to that handy center, walked in. I said, have you got any bubble wrap? He said, have we got bubble wrap? So he said, yep, we've got bubble wrap. We'll walk around to the back. And she said, there they are on the on the walls, these bubble wrap mounted in these huge vats that pulled off and torn so you can get what you want. Yeah. And there's brown paper above. There's something else underneath. It's lovely. Sheila looked at the bubble wrap. She said, I looked at that bubble wrap. And she said, I'll take two. He said, two meters. She went, no, two rolls. He off said, the, off of the, off of the, the sh- industrial yeah. bubble wrap. She said, I'll just take the rolls. Brilliant. So Sheila said, as she stood there, <laughs> as she stood there, they, these people shuffled around. They couldn't work out what to do. Ladders were brought out. Yeah. Men were sent up. Bubble wrap, giant bubble wrap was brought down. How did she, she get it in the car? She paid. And she, and then she, and then oh. she looked, she looked at the bubble wrap. The man looked at her. She looked back at the bubble wrap. The man looked at her. And he said, would you like me to bring this to the car? Yes. It was taken out, dad waiting by the car, seats down. Doesn't know what's going to hit him. Bubble wrap, loaded in, loaded into the car, packed up, off they go. Um, So Mothball Woman is yeah. <laughs> in possession of giant bubble wrap. They commence on the renovation. We wish them all the success. Absolutely. With this kitchen renovation. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll be thinking of you. And hopefully it's dust free. Yeah. Hopefully. Speaking of dust free, tell me what's going on with June. <laughs> well, yes. So June. Now, we did say at the beginning of this podcast that we would talk about homes and pets. Mm. So really just to bring that pet yeah. <laughs> element in now. Because we were talking, I was like, because you didn't really have pets growing up. We were allowed goldfish. <laughs> I always picked the ugliest goldfish and it was usually named Agent Orange or Goldie. That's sure. really where we were. We had Great. one one deranged black rabbit called Jet, which yeah. hated everyone. Nick said he thought it had some sort of disease going on. That's really that yeah. was the end of our pet saga. <laughs> yes. We were we were not back to back dogs and cats. No hamsters. We, we didn't have any of that. We always had cats. We always had cats, and they usually got run over. So mum, the 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 last cat. Well, obviously there's the legends of Dave. Yes, of course, and they don't currently have a cat. But the cat that I grew up with was only ever called Kitten because all of them got run over. So mum couldn't even be bothered to name it. She just called it Kitten and it lived till it was about 35. So that's uh, that was that one. But my eye was... What colour was Kitten? Kitten was grey. Completely grey. Just like Dave. Honestly, Dutch Kitten is and so grey, allergic. Dave, looked so similar. I think I, I keep threatening to get a kitten. John was like, we've got, we've got... Peggy. I think you've got enough going on. Yeah. Peggy comes with a lot. Let's not forget. Peggy Peggy actually now comes with a warning that if anyone tries to stroke her, I just have to say, don't go anywhere near her. She's absolutely horrible. That's what just, I, I just have and to warn And she's vocal. Them. Yeah. Because she looks so cute. Everybody wants to stroke her. She'd have your arm off. Bit of a Barbara Windsor. Yeah. She's not interested whatsoever in being stroked by you. If you come round to the house, okay, yeah, fine, she'll go on, on her, her back. Turf. Yeah, it's on her turf. Exactly. She is not interested. I remember coming over to Sarah's house and Sarah was like, do not 
associate yourself with Peggy. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. Don't go anywhere near Ignore her. Ignore the dog. Ignore her. Don't look at her. Don't even look at her. And she's lying there on her back. Like, you know, like, look at me. Look at me. Anyway, Peggy's a whole different saga for another day. But um, June, so we had... Well, hamsters were my thing. I was obsessed with getting a hamster and I had Ralph the hamster and you used to put them in the balls, you know, like the, the exercise balls, but then they'd bounce down the stairs and the top would fall off, the cats around. It was a whole scene. Oh God. Um, yeah, it was like a whole thing. Johnny had Sonic the hedgehog um, who we think fell down the stairs. He was found at the bottom. R.I.P. to Sonic. Um, but we... <laughs> We also had cats. So we had, I had Samuel the cat and Lorna had Dinah. And when Lorna went to university... Interesting name choice. Yeah, <laughs> Dinah died while Lorna was at university. And mum sent her a message to say that she felt Dinah, th- the time was near. Um, but Dinah had actually gone. Gone, yeah. yeah. she had gone. And so, June's tactics are yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. um, but Lorna asked for a photo. So mum propped up dead diner and sent Lorna the message, the picture going, yes, her time's nearly here. Lorna was like, mum, she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) She's dead there. But mum told me June forgetting that pictures and phones were together at that point. (laughs) Yeah, this dead cat. Um, But I remember Sammy, Sammy, my cat, ran off and kept going to this woman's house and she kept calling and mum would go round and Sammy would be sat on this woman's leg eating ham. And in the end, mum went, do you know what? Have him, like have him, just have him. You're both happy together. You know, we've got enough going on. Who can? Who is June to deprive? Who is June to, to come in the way of true love? And um, anyway, there was, so I never knew this story. This happened when we used to live in the Midlands, when we used to live in Burbage. And... Mum, so we had this cat. I don't remember the cat at all. And the cat always used to go and lie in the sun in next door's garden. So the cat was always round next door's. Anyway, mum was like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry about the cat. And this woman was like, no, 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 I don't mind. Honestly, we don't mind at all. You know, I can, I'll feed it for you. You know, like we don't mind. So every week for eight years... Mum would take a bag of cat food, would take a bag of cat food and go and just leave it on the doorstep. She very rarely saw this woman. They wouldn't have a chat or a relationship. But any vet bills that came up, this woman would take the cat to the vet and then mum would would pay because it was still their cat. So this had been going on. Anyway, after 10 years, 10 years of doing this every week, Mum went round and said, we're actually moving. We're moving now. We're, we're moving up north. Um, and this woman went, well, you'll have to take the cat with you. And mum said, well, you know, we haven't seen the cat for years. The cat lives with you. And she said, oh, no, no, no. We couldn't take the cat on. No, we can't have the cat. No. And so mum said, okay. So they took the cat. The cat. Mum said the cat cried all of the way. They arrived where they were going. The cat ran off and that was the last anybody heard of it. That was the last anybody heard of it. Oh, that cat got ghosted. I know, that cat That's got what's happened. I mean, look, but what? Isn't that bizarre? Isn't that bizarre that the woman didn't say after 10 years, 
leave the that cat with us. That was the 90s. Us. Things went that on. Was, but leaving the she cat didn't have food a te- around but there. But she couldn't hide it behind a text and say, look, I'm really so... Expect-, you know, because British culture, yeah. we, can't re- we can't express feelings like that. No. So it would have all been... Especially na- then. Nowadays, it was all written in a text, sent over. Then the message is very clear. It's yeah. in written correspondence. We're leaving. Goodbye. But June... June did Isn't the best funny? she could in yeah. the times that were. Oh my gosh, honestly. Shall we do a bit of news from the north? <laughs> now, classic, classic podcast news from me. Yeah. Uh, this is a news from around. It's actually national. It's bbc.co.uk. Oh, yeah. lovely. <laughs> the... Always trust the BBC. Oh, thank you very much. Um, car park ban for Peacock, which trashed BMW. They're menaces, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Um, the owner of an arts and crafts centre has been forced to lock up his Peacock after it damaged a visitor's car. <laughs> John Blunt runs the Ferrers Centre in Stoughton Harold on the border of Leicestershire and Derbyshire. He said Toby pecked at his reflection in a shiny black BMW that was parked on the site causing hundreds of pounds worth of damage. Mr Blunt had bought a peahen mate for Toby in the hope that she will improve his mood so he can regain freedom. (laughs) He said a black car was badly scratched by the time um, by him and he was seen doing it. He <gasps> was pecking at the reflection, pecking at the back paint paintwork of the car. I think it's quite common if they see their reflection, but a first time for us. Being my peacock and on my land, I was I was faced with the responsibility and that came with a bill. Toby's pen is now being covered with a netting to stop him from getting out. And I really, I'm going to read because there's a picture of the sign on his pen yes and i want to read you this sign please do toby the peacock is back in his pen he scratched up a car in frustration and for us the fear if he does it again we may not be able to afford compensation it appears that (laughs) it appears to be the case that as he is my peacock on my land i'm responsible for any damage he does he was seen comprehensively trashing a black bmw (laughs) near our blacksmith shop it's a very involved sign the owner is sympathetic but rightly claims that the estate pays for the repairs yeah as many of you will know he was a splendid addition to the courtyard and if we can find him a mate we may risk letting him roam again oh they wish they'd never got him um, he's optimistic that yeah, romance good. could eventually be... blossom between the pair. Yeah, we're hoping they'll get they'll get together and lay some eggs. Who knows? We might even have some little baby peacocks. He added, unless your peacock is like me. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be no, there'll be no baby peacocks. No, no, with no, this no, no. pea hen, but there'll be a lot of gossiping. There'll yeah. be a lot of chat. <laughs> there'll be a lot of brushing each other's feathers. Now, for my news from the north. I was going to go with the headlines. I've been posting my letters in the dog poo box for two years. Oh. (laughs) But it was very, very old and I couldn't quite, I couldn't get all the details for the story. But I just wanted to share that with you. So instead, uh, this is from the Argus, which is the Brighton newspaper. Miracle as Brighton pensioners pet chicken returns home. A pensioner has described the extra 
ordinary moment, her pet chicken, feared to have been taken by peckish Christmas party-goers, returned home. Dolores, pensioner Dr Sandy Kennedy's pet chicken, disappeared in December, leading to fears she'd been taken for someone's Christmas dinner. But Dolores avoided the butcher's knife and reappeared at home after 25 days of being missing. She came home one evening to find Dolores waiting for her. Sandy said she was a bit thin, she was a bit wobbly, as if she hadn't been walking much and she was thirsty. That's like me after a rave. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a miracle. I would imagine someone dropped her off. No one seems to have any real explanation. The odds are that she was found to be too skinny, so they didn't eat her. Clearly, she's also too tough for eating. Or they wanted her to lay eggs and she didn't lay eggs. Was it a joke? Or did someone have a vendetta against me keeping chickens? Sandy says she doesn't know where her beloved chicken has been. She added, I'd love to be Dr. Doolittle and say, oh, come on, Dolores, what's going on? (laughs) One neighbour of mine said maybe she dug underground as apparently chickens can stay underground for three weeks. I thought, yes, but this is concrete and an old hen wouldn't go digging under concrete. She feels as though Dolores has settled back into home well. Sandy said that evening when she'd finished drinking water, all she could have is porridge, but she seemed okay with that. I put her back with the rabbits, Oreo and Misty, and she went straight over and ate their food. They seemed quite laid back about that. (laughs) They were sympathetic. The only difference (laughs) is the comb on top of her head is a bit floppy, which means she's not quite as fit as she might have been. Over recent weeks, Sandy feared the worst for Dolores' fate. She said, what was I? Ironic was that on Friday I took all her stuff, pellets, grit and corn, round to the local school and said, look, you've got chickens, you have this. Sadly, I don't need it anymore. Dolores was rehomed from the Raysteed Rescue Charity near Lewis. She is a highly domesticated chicken that can be found roaming the front room and chicken coop at Sandy's home in Clifton Road, Brighton. Sandy said, someone looked over the wall this morning and waved. I keep hearing people say, it's back. And that is the happiness. She says, she does not believe Dolores would have been home without the Argus's initial appeal. The message got out there because people who I have not known talked about it. It's been extraordinary. I think people's hearts were touched over Christmas. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Bird in the living room yeah. makes me anxious. Very anxious. Leaning over the wall for a wave. Enjoyed yeah. that a yeah. lot. And just the image of... I don't know what Dolores looks like, but just this oh, image of pictures. her staggering around this <laughs> yeah. kitchen, eating things, being like, oh, God. <laughs> Where have I been? <laughs> um, we absolutely... Portslough crew, I can't tell you how much we adore you for listening thank you so much for being here um we do always finish just a little moment of calm a little moment of wisdom it's jules's affirmation of the week now i'd like to really put this i put this in this episode because as we're talking renovations we're talking missing chickens we're talking all sorts of stressful situations that come with houses and pets a river of compassion washes away your anger and replaces it with love so if you're ever at that moment where you're stood inside the utility room door locked and you're just thinking god (laughs) remember the river of compassion washes away your anger and replaces it with love i actually really need that (laughs) i thought you might i really need that keep that gushing on (laughs) we love you for listening and we will see you next time bye 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.